These are two small changes that massively helped my mental health, my daily focus, and also my daily energy. Welcome to The Underestimated Entrepreneur, where I share mindset, lifestyle, and business hacking tips, tools, and some painful lessons along my journey from growing my businesses and also working with some of the top entrepreneurs, business leaders, and professional athletes. Driven Mofos, welcome back to another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. For those of you who don't know who I am, I'm Michael Mojo, founder of Mojo Human Performance Institute, where we focus on business mindset and lifestyle hacking for driven mofos. And the reason why I do these episodes is that most people waste their life and I just don't want you to be one of them. All right, I'm gonna to talk today about two key things that massively help my mental health, my daily focus, and also my daily energy. And these are so simple to implement, but most people don't understand how damaging they can be, especially if you surround yourself with these things consistently. Number one, now this comes straight off of my Twitter account. By the way, if you're not following me on Twitter, Jump across to Twitter. It's Michael Mojo 00. I'm loving it now that Elon Musk has changed a whole bunch of stuff. Whether you like Elon Musk or not, uh, Twitter is cranking again now. It's good. Um, so I'm enjoying posting stuff on there multiple times a day now, just brain dumping ideas and thoughts. So please jump across there and, and check it out. Anyway, the first thing that massively helped my mental health and just to really increase my energy and keep my focus throughout the day is I stopped and blocked all mainstream media. So I stopped waking up in the morning and watching the news when I was younger. I used to wake up first thing in the morning, I would chuck the news on the TV, and while I was getting ready, I would listen to the news. Then, you know, in the car, I would listen to news reports and all that sort of stuff. Then I would get home at nighttime and I would listen to the fucking news again. And then I couldn't understand why I felt stressed, frustrated, bitter, angry a lot. Like I didn't realize the damaging effect that that stuff consistently being smashed into your psychology and in your thought processes has. Now, most people will watch the news or listen to the news or think that the news is something that's helping them stay updated. I used to. I thought that I was intelligent. You know, I was one of the only kids at school who used to watch the news. And I did so from a young age. What I didn't realize though, was how damaging it can be to your mental health and how much it can distract you from the things that are important in life. Now, if we really look at what the news is, and we have to understand that these here are privately owned organizations. So they're not a government organization, which even then would probably be even worse. But these are privately owned organizations. Now, when you look at what a media company does, their goal is to get attention because they sell marketing. So essentially the news, their job is to create enough eyes and enough attention where whoever owns the news source can sell media or ads. So if you get a newspaper and you have a look through, the way that that newspaper is paid for, like most people think they pay $1.50 or $2 for a newspaper, that's not what the newspaper costs. It costs a shitload more than that to run the newspaper. But the main way that it creates its money is through selling spaces in the newspaper with marketing. So the goal of the newspaper is to get as much attention as they can. Now, when you understand this, it makes it so much easier to understand that the news is bullshit. And it's bullshit because they're not telling you what's happening around the world. It's telling you dramatized information that is tweaked and edited in a way to get as much eyeballs as it possibly can. So that's why you don't walk past a newspaper and it says, Today is a sunny day and we wish everyone has a great day. That's not what the newspaper does. Because the truth is really that 7 billion people will wake up and do the same thing that they do every morning, Monday to Friday and normally on weekends. So if you wake up Monday morning, you get up, you get ready, you get the kids ready, you drop them off at school, then you go to work, you work until five o'clock or whatever, you knock off, you drive home, you get changed, you go to the gym, then you get home from the gym, you eat dinner, and then you go to bed. Like, let's just say that that's a standard person's Monday. 
Now, it might alter slightly, but that's a standard person's Monday. Seven billion people essentially do the same shit that they did last Monday, next Monday, and the Monday previously, and the Monday previous before that. Most people are pretty predictable. Now, that's not newsworthy. So the news then have to dramatize things, and they'll use these words that grab our attention, like horrific crash, leaves eight dead. And that's the front page of the newspaper, because as you walk past, you'll see that. That languaging then grabs your attention. Then from there, now they've got your attention, their goal is to make you read something and keep reading through. So on the front page of the paper, you read the first column or the first section, then it says flip to page eight or to page seven to read the rest of the article because they want you to engage and to buy that newspaper because you're going to read it, which they, they're going to sell to marketers. They will go there and say, we have 50,000 subscribers that read our newspaper every day. And that's how they sell their marketing space. So they want you to read it. They wanna grab your attention. Now, how do I know this? Because I love marketing. That's the job of all marketers. So whether I'm on social media or not, I've got to try and grab someone's attention. I've got to try and wrestle that from news sources and from other sources. You know, I've got to battle against someone who's got their boobs out, someone who's got their bum out, some dude who's got a ripped a six pack, a bunch of Ferraris that have crashed into each other. You know, I'm fighting for attention to try and get some space in someone's brain so that I can help educate them. And it's hard, but I've had to learn a lot about marketing and how marketing works. And newspapers are just marketing and news sources are just marketers. That's really what they are. So if you have a look, it's bad news story, bad news story, fire brigade saves cat up a tree. So it's essentially a good news story. Bad news story, some ducks walked across the road in the US and a police officer stopped to walk them across the road. So it's a good news story. This is how the media take you on an emotional roller coaster to keep you trapped. And then they throw in a bit of sport and stuff like that because they know that most people will engage in sport. And that's the news segment. And then they sell the spaces in between that. So if you're watching the television show, they're, they're selling the marketing space in between it. And it's actually a very highly and lucrative spot for the media source. So one thing that I did was I just switched all that shit off. Unliked, I unsubscribed, I blocked. I just made sure I didn't put on the news in the morning. Like I'll listen to a podcast in the morning. I will listen to music in the morning, but I will not have any sort of media source that can infect my brain with crazy bullshit and drama because what it does is it takes you from being forward thinking and forward planning in the most evolved part of the brain, which is our executive center, which allows us to dream, to problem solve, to be more solution orientated, to focus on our goals and the things that we want in life. And it drags us straight down into the lower, more primitive part of the brain, which is known as the emotional system or the limbic system. That system there puts us on an emotional roller coaster, and that's essentially what the news sources do. So I just got rid of it. So that was number one. Just if you can, get rid of it. I highly recommend it. It will change your life. Like I really have no idea what's going on in the world because I don't need to. If I'm gonna go somewhere, I will do my research before I travel to that country. I don't worry about what politicians are doing and all that shit because if it affects me, my accountant will tell me, my lawyer will tell me, or if not, some clown at the shop will fucking complain about it and I'll probably hear about it anyway, which I probably won't really care about. If something's going to affect you that much, you'll probably know about it. If it doesn't, then don't even worry about it because it's probably not worth knowing. Number two is I stop spending time with people who use drama and complaining about their problems as a way to connect. There are a lot of people out there who don't know how to connect with people through their goals and their dreams and their aspirations because most people aren't driven like that. So what will happen is that most people, when they get together, just complain. They'll complain about work. So how's work going? Oh, you wouldn't believe the week. And then they start complaining about that shit. Now, then you start complaining about that shit and then they complain about that shit. And then someone else comes along, and they go, oh, work. Yeah, nah, fucking shit week this week. And then off you go again. And so you'll just get caught in the drama of other people. A lot of people use that connection methodology. Just be very, very careful of that. 
especially if they're using drama, complaining about things, or they're getting caught up in their emotions consistently because if that's the case, then you will get caught in your emotions as well. And remember when intelligence is high, emotions are regulated, but when emotions are high, intelligence is unregulated. And so our intelligence, it's hard to switch that on. Like if you've ever been in a, in a very highly charged emotional state with a partner or a loved one, you know that you shouldn't react. You know you shouldn't get stressed out. You know you shouldn't get frustrated. You know you shouldn't yell at the kids, but you do. Why? Because your brain, the prefrontal cortex or the executive center of the brain cannot regulate your emotions effectively when your emotions are high. You're essentially being driven by all the chemicals in your body, which are the hormonal changes, the neurochemistry and so on. It's driving you through the way that you feel instead of driving you through the intelligent part of your brain with forward thinking and high executive function. So please just be careful of surrounding yourself with those people. Maybe you might need to have a conversation with them and say, hey, look, enough's enough. Like, I don't wanna connect over this shit. I had to do it with my family. I had to stop some of them, just go, look, you know, I, I love spending time with you, but I just don't wanna spend time talking about all this negative shit or complaining all the time. The other thing that I would do is I stopped asking, how is your week? Because when you ask someone how their week is and they're used to consistently complaining about things, they're gonna complain. So you need to be a little bit more aware of the people around you and ask them a better question. So what I would do is I would go in there and go, tell me about all the good things that have happened this week. And you watch them, they sit there and it fucks with their head. They're just like, Ugh. you can almost watch the smoke starting to pour out of their ears as their brain, the wiring in their brain starts to fry itself. Because most people just ask, how are you going? Or how are you today? Or, you know, they'll just say something like, nice weather outside. And then you just start talking about random shit and then you end up complaining about stuff. So be very careful of those people. You have to decide, do these people add value to my life or do they take value away? Do these people energize my life or do they take my energy away? And if the truth is that they don't add value to your life, they're lowering your energy, your focus is out the window and you're distracted more often because of all the shit that's going on in their life and potentially in your life, then it might be time just to distance yourself from them. It doesn't mean that they're bad people. It just means that they don't have any other way of connecting with people without those strategies. Now you can help educate them you can help them to understand. Depending on the human behavior tools that you have, you might be able to help them, but you have to decide what that is. Now, there were some of my old friends that I just decided that it's, you know, I need to give them a bit of space. Now, I still catch up with some of them every now and again, like I might catch up with them once a year. I still respect them. I still think that they're good people. They just don't have those communication skills. Now, I also know that some of those people as well, I could help them to change their communication, but I would probably get negative feedback and I would get pulled into their drama. So I just choose not to do it. There are other people though, like people who are close to me and my family that I really love and enjoy spending time with, but I just don't enjoy spending time with them in that way. So I've had to try to figure out better communication tools like asking better questions or being more effective when I'm around them and rewarding them for when they do things that I perceive are beneficial and then just either distance myself or stop them. I noticed that I had a family member over about two weeks ago and they were sort of not attacking, but well, yeah, they, they sort of were speaking shit about another family member due to a bit of a conflict that they have that's been, there's a conflict in my family that's been happening now for a while. And someone in the family said something negative about another family member. And I just stopped them. I said, look, you know, I, I know that you feel that way about them, but I don't feel that way about them. And I don't want you speaking about them in that way around me because I'm not biased. You know, I love you both and I respect you both. So I don't want you to be saying stuff in the way that you're saying it about that other person when I'm around. In your own time, around other people, you can do what you want, just not around me. And so I set that that ground rule because I just choose not to surround myself with that sort of stuff. So you set that up. But anyway, they're my two key things that you really want to do if you want to improve your mental health, 
stay focused, increase your energy. The more you get caught up in drama, the more you get caught up in problems, the more you get caught up in bitching and moaning and complaining, the more you get caught up in things that you can't control or that you can't influence like the media and like the news, then you are going to have your energy zapped. You're going to have your mind taken away from you and your focus is going to be placed on shit that you can't resolve or that doesn't concern you. And it happens quite a lot. This is why some people just love going to protests, right? They'll rock up at a protest and they'll complain about fucking anything. Why? Because that's the way that they get their attention. That's the way that they get their respect. That's the way that they get other people to support them or whatever the fuck it is. I don't know. But it will not help you long term to achieve great outcomes. So anyway, I hope that helps Driven Mofos. If you haven't already done so and you're a business owner, please jump across to our No BS Business Hacks Facebook group. All you need to do is go to the search bar, type in No BS Business Hacks. It will come up with a group. I've been posting more and more stuff in there. I'm about to drop our brand new program called Dominate Zero to a Million, which is helping business owners to grow their business to their first million dollars with tools, templates, strategies. There's, I, I haven't found anything like this on the market. I've been working on this for about six months. I'm really starting to get to the point now where I'm about to drop it. It should be happening in the next month or so, but I just wanna make sure that it is great quality and it's gonna be at a fairly cheap price point as well. Um, so I'm not sure, it'll probably be around $150 per month as a subscription and you will get a whole bunch of tools and templates. It'll probably save you tens, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars in your business as you grow to your first million dollars. It's not that hard to lose $100,000 in business over a five or six year period through mistakes, through fuck ups, incorrect hiring. You know, I was only speaking to someone the other week and they said, you know, you're quite expensive as a coach. And I said, well, it depends how you look at it. And I said, if you look at it per hour, yeah, I am. But I said, how how long does it take you to lose? Because my I'm normally 40 grand per year at the at the current price point. Um, I think that'll probably go up soon. Anyway, that's not that's you know not working with them weekly. But anyway, um, this business owner turned around and they said, you know, that's that is quite expensive. And I said, if you hire the wrong staff member, how quick can you lose forty thousand dollars? Or if someone does something stupid in your business, how quick can you lose it? And he laughed and he said, mate, that could just go in seconds like that. And I said, that's exactly my point. So if I can stop you from making those mistakes, then you're gonna save that money in your pocket. So, you know, it depends what way you look at it. And he said, I've never thought of that. But anyway, that's why I've created that program because a lot of small business owners out there lose a lot of money in trial and error making mistakes. So anyway, jump across to the Facebook group. Check it out, No BS Business Hacks on Facebook. Uh, make sure you join. Uh, if you are a business owner. And I look forward to you joining me back here once again for another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. Peace out, stay driven, driven mofos, keep kicking goals.